So we got to start off by thanking our many fans for joining us for our <laughs> second episode. Hopefully we're going to have some interesting topics to talk about, keep you guys nice and engaged. And uh, yeah, we're excited to be here. And yeah, that's about that's about all I got. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> yes, yes. So last time we talked about how we came up with our our couple name, the podcast name, how we got to where we're at. So I figured we talked about we would talk about how we met. <laughs> I mean, okay, we met at a restaurant um, that we were both working at. Yeah. Um, I mean, how deep am I going? I guess we can go as deep or as surface level as we want. It's our story. We um, pick and choose what we tell. I mean, we were friends. We were hanging out for a bit. Then both were going through breakups at the same time. Yeah. Then we started partying. <laughs> we did a lot of that in the beginning, beginning. stages mm -hmm, mm -hmm. before we were like really dating yeah i mean even yeah i mean we've all we all went out together at one point yeah before our relationships ended which is funny to think about now yeah but hey it all it all worked out the way it was supposed to yeah 100 percent. Uh -huh. yeah definitely so yeah we were working in a restaurant together um mutual friend of ours kind of introduced us and started hanging phil was i feel like our introductory yeah or maybe how, even more how Jean. long were we working together before we were like Dating. together yeah um not that long actually uh my six-year anniversary for the restaurant's coming up so maybe six to eight months before i was working there yeah Okay, so it didn't I was take... working at Bar Louis as well in yeah. the beginning. How long did you work both jobs? Um, just a couple of months. It became too much because of the late schedule. And how long did we date before we decided to move in? Because I tried to get you to move in <laughs> a lot earlier than yeah. you wanted to. Um, so we didn't move in together until probably like a year and a half into us dating. Yeah. Because... We had only been together for like five or six months when my lease was up and your lease was coming up. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I was moving in with Nathan and I wanted you. Nathan's the brother for those who don't know. Move in with us. Yes. And which you were opposed to the idea. I was opposed to the idea because I also had two dogs and a cat and a bearded dragon and you guys had a husky and a St. Bernard. Yeah. So been a zoo, 100% a zoo. Lots of animals. Not to mention, you know, Charlie's eight pounds. Yeah. Caboose is a big girl. She's a sweet girl. She's a gentle giant, but she sits on her, or sits on him, and it's done. Yeah, that's true. You know, I, I always worry because Nugget's so little. What? I feel like Ghost is more of a problem than Caboose ever oh, would have uh, been. Obviously, now I know that, but I didn't know that at the time. That's just what I'm thinking. Like, worried about the cat being stressed out by two new dogs. Worried about the little dog with two big dogs. And Charlie also doesn't understand he's so little. So that doesn't really help any situation. This is, this is true. This is true. He thinks he's a big boy. Yeah. He's got a little man syndrome. And then, so a year and a half 
end our relationship mm-hmm. and we moved in together. Yeah. And we've been living together ever since. Yeah. We've got three dogs and a cat. So this is our second house that we've lived in together. We've been here for most of the time. This is our third year in this house. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll, we'll be our third year in this house. Yeah, which we still have to there. do that. Yeah, well, I still can't get into my I know, I resident d- portal. I know. I emailed them. Well, it doesn't seem like they've been working on a solution for me. Well, maybe they will soon. Yeah, hopefully. So we're going to go ahead and jump into relationship corner again, nice and early into the episode. Okay. We'll get down to the important stuff here. Okay. So here's what I got for this week. Hit me. So this is kind of a a multi-part question. So I'm going to go through the whole thing. So is age just a number? Is there an age gap that would ruin a relationship or deter it completely? Or is that not? Uh, is that a non-factor? Is that both questions? Yeah, and then I want to touch on our age gap and the challenges that it's presented. Tell everybody I'm a cougar. No. You're <laughs> anyway, not. um, okay, so I mean, I do think age is just a number for a lot of situations. I mean, I meet people who are older than me who act immature. Yeah. Like, they never left high school. Then I meet people who are younger than me, who, you know, have themselves together or just seem more structured and are more more mature. <clears throat> so I definitely think it's a mindset, um, how you were raised, your environment, the things that you're around, who you surround yourself around. Yeah. I feel like all of that kind of makes a difference in that, like, in, like, the individual in the age gap um i don't know if there's necessarily i mean i'm not really one to say what too big of an age gap would be because i mean i have i don't have any friends currently that i feel like their age gap is detrimental to their relationship yeah i mean there's definitely some age gaps within the relationships that are close to us yeah and i wouldn't say that they necessarily affect their relationship in a negative way um there's definitely the maturity level that you want to consider when you're looking for a partner and i wouldn't necessarily say that age dictates that yeah necessarily dictates that maturity level some people are further along in their maturity level and i think in a lot of situations women are further along in their maturity level than men are oh yeah and it's not always the case i would say in my situation i wouldn't say that my maturity level is less than of a woman of a similar age correct i would say so so in that sense i would say age is just a number but i would say in some situations depending on that person's intentions you know if it's a younger girl going after an older guy or vice versa where they're just in it for the life that they can provide, the luxury of having money and things of that nature, then yeah, that could be detrimental to a relationship for sure. Yeah. And if there is a massive age gap where you don't have any common ground, you can't relate on anything, then that can also be detrimental as well. That's true. I mean, we may be opposite, but we do have a lot of common ground. Yeah, I would would definitely agree with that. So we can touch on our age gap 
<laughs> well, I will be 31 in two weeks, about a week and a half. Yeah. And I turned 26 in August. Mm-hmm. So not that that was super recent, but... No. Still. Got some time before you turn 27. My mid-20s. Living Early life. Early 30s. Enjoying it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't believe I'm turning 31. It happened really fast. It's funny because my mom used to say, like, once you turn 18, all the years are going to fly. Once you turn 21, all the years are going to fly. I can 100% agree with that. Yeah. Time flies. I don't necessarily feel like I'm 26. I feel like I'm 31. <laughs> Not that that's old in any regard. No, I my, would say it's my young, but... bones ache from my job. But that's just because of wear and tear, you know? Yeah, I feel like my body's about 40, but yeah. still young in spirit. Yeah. I mean, we take care of ourselves. And I commonly get the, are you old enough to be working back there when I'm behind the bar bartending? And when I first started bartending, I was 21 or 22. And when you're younger, you kind of, you want, especially as a guy, you want to be seen as older. And it's almost like it was hurtful to me when I was younger. People thought I was so young. It hurt my feelings. It really did. Oh, honey. But the older that I got, the more often I, I just I get it every single day. There's not a day where I do, somebody doesn't mention something about my looks and being young. It doesn't affect me the same way. Now? Take it as a compliment. Yeah. That's funny. I don't think I've ever cared when anybody thought I was young. I mean, I still, I still get ID'd. Well, I feel like it's different for women than it I is for men. I did buying a scratch off. Yeah, that's awesome. That's flattering. Yeah, I went but in. But what, 18? You have to be to buy a scratch off? <sighs> they changed the laws on tobacco, and I don't know. I want to say that you still just have to be 18 for the lottery. And you have to be 21 for tobacco products now. And yeah. I was at the, I went to. I want to say like a shell gas station on hunter's birthday to get those zen pouches mm -hmm. and the guy id'd me and i handed him my id and he was like shocked that i was 26 because you have the one on your id and it's always surprising yeah i guess so mm -hmm. a 90s baby yeah but i also grew up with an older brother so i think that kept you more it kept me in tune with the 90s than yeah, most the, people your the age. The things that he was into when he's growing up, he's watching Power Rangers and, you know, we got a PlayStation 1 and a GameCube and a Game Boy Color. So when all those things were coming out, I was that little brother that was like, I want everything that my older brother is getting. So yeah. obviously that sucked for him, but it was awesome for me. So I kind of grew up like I was doing everything that kids a couple years older than me were doing. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I think about that. Yeah. That's how you remember some of the things that I remember. <laughs> yeah. Even though it was a different timeline. Yeah, so I watched shows that were, you know, probably a couple years ahead of my time. Yeah. Especially, like, in the anime world. Oh, I'm sure. Because in 2002, Cartoon, no Cartoon Network came out with Toonami, which is where they showed, like, Dragon Ball Z and Yu Yu Hakusho and all these, like, animes that were coming over from Japan so when I'm like six years old, I'm watching these anime shows that kids who are like 10, 11, 12 are watching. So I feel like in that, in that aspect, I was more attracted to the older shows than I was 
like the new stuff. Yeah, that's fair. So on the topic of TV shows, <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to talk about Reacher season two. I knew you were going to talk about that. The season finale came out the other day. We watched it. We very much enjoyed the second season. I would say I enjoyed the second season more than I did the first season. I feel like the second season made us like love the characters more. Like yes. we got more backstory. We got more of like what they're doing now with their lives, like before they come and, mm-hmm. you know, do the whole mission yeah lots of character development lots of flashbacks so they kind of pull at your heartstrings a little bit especially when characters start dropping off and things start happening and it gets a little intense you just feel more into the show yeah you're invested and that's why i am so emotional when i watch my shows because i am invested in my characters yeah so tell me i know you felt differently about the end the last episode the last couple minutes spoilers coming when reacher gets on the bus and drives away to some unknown place i'm pissed they have all this money they end up getting 65 million dollars and they deem reacher to kind of divvy it up amongst who he wants to give it to and he's giving it to the families of the people who died and a couple of the people that are still living he kind of divvies it up amongst their kids and then one gets like a business thing and he just buys uh, a one-year pass on the bus, so he can pretty much go anywhere that he wants. But you weren't you weren't happy with that ending. I wasn't happy with the ending because I wanted him to be with O'Donnell. Yeah, but that's not Reacher's style. Yeah, well, that's not who he is. He also didn't pursue her for the longest time, so it's like, why pursue her on this last mission if you're not gonna like? be with her for the ever you guys are well, like belong together they belong together and that's why i was so upset no, no, no. they wrap that up they basically say that this was old business that should have been taken care of them having before sex for that time yeah sexual tension them having some form of relationship that was hardly a relationship because apparently they, like, there was sexual tension in the past well yeah but he was her boss exactly and that's why he didn't want to cross that line and he didn't I know he didn't. And then he was allowed to because he was no longer her boss. No. They wrap it up. But he should have stayed with her. She is perfect for him. Yeah, but this opens anything up for the show to continue for season three. Jack Reacher is based off of books by, I think, I want to say Tom Clancy. Mm, I don't know. That could be totally wrong. But, yeah, it's based off books. So I'm sure there's plenty more books, more stories to tell, more for him to do. I hope so. Yeah. I hope she comes back. Yeah, it's an awesome show. Yeah, really it's... entertaining. Keeps you engaged. Yeah, and he's a beast. Yeah. He is just... Alan Richson. Richson. Whatever his name is. He is built like a brick. The first time I saw him in something was uh, Blue Mountain State. Have you ever watched that? Mm-mm. Blue Mountain State is... And uh, he's that big in that too? Oh, he's huge. But he's Thad Castle and he's... A goofy goofy character oh that's funny not he's a great actor that like the range on that they're complete opposites that's what i was gonna say i wouldn't see him as doing something like that yeah that's actually a, a really fun show to watch i've watched it a couple times i'll look into it i don't know if it's your style of show oh, okay never mind so since we're on the topic of tv we'll just stay on this we just watched the show american nightmare the limited oh. series documentary on netflix yeah absolute banger yeah that was really intense yeah okay you just don't expect it to go the way that it goes it's definitely a twist and a turns type documentary obviously if you know the story from real life you'll know 
what happened to it, but there's a movie Gone Girl that they connect this abduction to, and they're framing people who don't necessarily need to be framed, and some bad policing work goes on, but it's very entertaining. They take some nice twists and turns, and it's a three-episode series, so they get it done nice and quick, but it's entertaining. Keeps you on your toes for sure. Yeah, you just never can expect what's coming next, which I like shows like that. I don't. I hate when I can like sit here and like predict what's happening and predict what's happening. I'm like, okay, and I like lose interest in it, and I don't want to. But uh, there's been so many series of shows that I've started, and it gets way too predictable, and I'm like, okay, I don't care because yeah, I already know how it's going to end. Same thing over and over. And, and I like over. that. That. I mean, obviously, it was like documentary style, so it was like different, but yeah, just not. You couldn't expect anything that was coming. Yeah, that's definitely true. Definitely true. So you've been getting vitamins in instead of taking medication for your ADHD. I wanted to get your opinion on that, see how you're feeling on those. I mean, I guess it, I mean, they help. Yeah. Like I can definitely tell a difference on days when I don't take my vitamins versus when I do take them, but... Explain it a little bit. What do you mean? Like, what do you... So, there's different compounds that you're taking. One's for, like, So, focus. there's... there. Yeah, there's different blends that you can... Um, you, like, take this, like, quiz, basically, and you fill out, like, what you want to improve on. Okay. So, the ones that I chose was... Um, clarity. Motivation. Energy creativity okay obviously all for self-explanatory reasons on why i chose those blends um i think motivation might be my favorite blend which like the main vitamin in it is like ashwagandha i'm pretty sure so what is the the process of this so i know you got like your original shipment in of these different packs well i was under i i guess i misunderstood i thought that when i got my first pack that Mm -hmm. it was going to be like a trial so i figure out which one i like the most which i can alter my subscription to get the same package four times if i want all clarity if i want all motivation i can alter that but they've been sending me like a variety of the vitamins and i feel like i kind of like that though because it gives me like they do different things for me. Okay. Um, but the way they intended it to work is you select which one you you want to do. Say I want to do creativity. You do that for six days. Mm-hmm. And then there's six prepackaged, you know, vitamins in these like little bags, pretty much. Yeah. And um, you take them for six days, and then day seven you're supposed to not take anything. Okay. And then, you know, next week you start the next pack whether whether it be motivation or whatever you do and you repeat the process um and then they also have like an online like portal type of thing that you Mm -hmm. can log into to like report on how things are affecting you or how they make you feel okay like with the different blends basically to see like if you like one better than the other like like i said you can alter your subscription to get to get them in a different way um but yeah six days on one day off um but I kind of, after like doing it the first month, I kind of just do it the way that I want to do it, which I don't think it necessarily really affects it. I usually do my day off of the vitamins mm-hmm. on my day off from work. Okay. So obviously one of my days off is going to be me taking my vitamins because there's six days of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually the way my week works is I work five days 
one day I have obligations of things that I have to do, chores, you know, shopping, whatever. Obviously, we do them together. Right. Um, and then the other day will usually be my like chill day. Okay. So that's so, your day off of your vitamins. Right. Because sometimes I just want some. I can't turn this off. The constant like thoughts of things that need to be done and the lists that are never ending in my head and the organizational pro- projects that I like start and can't finish because I start one thing and then I start another thing and then I start another thing. I mean, we live together, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, how, I it know is. how it is. It's it's hard. Like, I don't ever feel like I can just relax mm-hmm. because my brain can't shut off. It just it goes and goes and goes and goes like I could be it could be two o'clock in the morning and I could be laying in bed and I'm like thinking of things that I need to do tomorrow or the things I should have done today or like these things keep me awake and it's not like I don't I'm not productive with my days you know what I mean like sometimes I do get task paralysis are you familiar with that yeah but I think it's it's obviously I think it's different for me than it is for For, you yeah like for me I can how I was explaining I have all these like consistent thoughts in my head and I go through the steps of every single thing that needs to be done all the time Mm -hmm. oh wait I forgot where I was going with this talking about your task paralysis oh yeah (laughs) um so when these like lists compile in my head um I know that I have 19 projects to get done and i know that i need to go fold the laundry and let the dogs well i guess that's not really like that doesn't really count like tasks like really more like cleaning and organization yeah Yeah, things i need to get done um i'm going like i can build up that list so high in my head that like it defeats me to the point that like i get this task paralysis where i am like wallowing in all my sorrows because i have all these things i need to do and i cannot pick myself up to do them like a small example is showering you know every time I tell you that I have to like if washing my hair is a part of my shower which shaving is always a part of my shower that takes me forever all the time it is what it is like it's just something I have accepted Mm -hmm. the washing of my hair I don't have to wash my hair every time I shower and I guess now that it's winter I don't really have to shave every time I shower either because I'm not wearing shorts but yeah side note for another conversation um I before I can go into the shower before I can just take a simple task before I try to take a simple task my brain breaks that shower down into a hundred different steps a hundred being you know an exaggeration but I'm thinking I have to get up and go into the bathroom I have to take my clothes off take my jewelry off take my makeup off before I get into the shower and then when I get in the shower I have to wash my body I have to shave my legs so is it that like that is overwhelming that you don't want to do the tasks. all of the tasks building up is what makes it overwhelming for me because it's not just a matter of I need to go take a shower it's a matter of I need to complete 20 things while I'm in that shower and while I'm in the shower don't get me wrong it's not like I'm dreading those steps it's just putting myself in the mindset to actually put myself in the shower once I get myself to do whatever task it is that I was pushing it off mm-hmm. I'm fine doing it it's getting to the point of starting it you know what i mean like yeah pushing myself to like actually take the initiative to do what needs to be done and like i said showering is a small step it's like a it's a smaller of my battles for sure like the kitchen how i just had to destroy the kitchen in order to like refix the kitchen everything that i let pile up like all of like the mail and things and like when i say pile up it's not like we live you know 
it was just mail and stupid things of that nature, pens and mm-hmm. whatever, stupid things that like it became a task paralysis for me because I saw all the individual things that needed to be put away, like the bottle openers, the pens, the mail that needed to be sorted through, the receipts that needed to be scanned and thrown away because, yes, I do scan all the receipts before throwing them away. I always keep them. I know. That's why they're there. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that is a perfect example of how in my head – I saw that there was like mail and things piling up. I saw that there were things that needed to be put away. Like my craft supplies is a big one. I always have craft supplies out because I'm always doing something crafty. Mm -hmm. But then they build up and build up and build up to the point that I'm like overwhelmed with the idea of having to deal with that task until I explode. Yeah. Which I came home and I exploded. Like not on you or on anyone. Exploded on getting, getting it done. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Yeah, it does look great. It was... We have a usable counter now. Yeah. We have, like, three usable counters now. Yeah. Like, because we had those two corners. Because it's almost... It's like a U-shape. Yeah, it's like a horseshoe shape almost. It's kind of like L for counter space shape. You know what I mean? But our kitchen is, like, U-shaped. So, off of the task paralysis portion of the ADHD. So, we hit on the vitamins. You're enjoying them. Probably not quite as effective as something like Adderall, but they don't affect your mental state the same way that Adderall does. Well, Adderall affected so much more than my mental state because it kind of gave me the opposite effect in the fact of like my task paralysis wasn't bad. It was the starting of so many things because my brain was going 100 miles a minute all the time. Yeah. And then the insomnia, I can't, like, I wasn't able to stay. I'm better now about sleeping. Like, I'm still tossing and turning. I think that's more my back pain than anything else. You seem like you slept pretty good last night. I think I did sleep good last night. I I kept, I have to keep moving until I find what's, like, comfortable. And because my back felt so pinched last night, Mm -hmm. I couldn't, like, there was nothing I could do. And then once I finally got my sweet spot, which was, like, me putting my whole body onto that body pillow and, like, barely putting any weight on this side i finally like was it was not pinching some of the pressure yeah it was just it was so weird because the pain was on one side and then by the end of my shift it was on the other side and then when i you know took a shower i took a hot shower obviously to try to like loosen everything up and it made it so much worse Mm. (laughs) but uh yeah the adderall gave me really bad insomnia anxiety i had really bad anxiety um, and it wasn't instantly like it probably took like a year and a half before I started having other side effects of it besides the like hyper pro- productive productivity productivity mm-hmm. besides that being the initial effect all those other things did take a while to kick in but my moods were up and down and I started it, it went from being up and down which is when I started realizing that I was having an issue with it to it being like me being very frustrated all the time and me being angry and I know a lot of it had to do with like what I had going on in my life at the time but in the same sense it was like I couldn't control who I was and I didn't like that like I don't I didn't feel like myself anymore I didn't feel like the sapphire that like I knew Mm -hmm. and other people noticed it too I mean I was ready to rip everybody's heads off but I did have you know (laughs) other things going on I think the Adderall was just contributing would you say that you feel happier now not taking the Adderall? I feel like I I feel like I do, but I feel like what also makes me realize how much happier I am is like other people's reaction to it. 
Yeah. Like, I mean, other people can affect you whether you want it to or not. No, 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 no. Meaning, meaning them like bringing to my attention that like I seem happier or I seem less frustrated or. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Their comments, their what what they're saying about you affects you. Yeah. It does, whether we want it to or not. I mean, yeah, I was called mean for a few months. And I mean, I can be mean when it's deserved. And don't get me wrong, I was in a lot of irritating situations in the restaurant. And I just think it's the way that it comes off sometimes. I it don't is. Think you're intentionally being mean. It's just the way things are being said. I I I grew up with my parents always saying like not to sugarcoat things. Mm-hmm. It was always something they said growing up. So with me growing up, so I think that like stuck with me that like I don't have to sugarcoat it. I can just be on the opposite. Mean. I know you want to lather that shit. I know, but that's why we work, babe. You. I don't like hurting people's feelings. I don't. I don't hurt people's feelings. I mean, maybe I do by how it comes out, but that's not how I'm intending it. In my head, I would rather be frustrated myself than make somebody else feel bad about something, whether they're not doing something correctly, or. I'm more so referring to like when people ask my opinion on something. I'm not just gonna go up to a person and be like, "I don't like that shirt you're wearing." Like, I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> yeah. I, I well, when I think, people come to me for yeah when they want to ask me like, "How do you feel about? How would you feel about this? Or what do you think about the situation? Or what, mm-hmm. you know, what would you do in the situation?" Then I'm not sugarcoating it. You came to me for my honest answer, and I'm telling you that. Yeah, and maybe that's how you feel, but I, I kind of take a more like laid back look at it <laughs> say somebody's asking my opinion on a situation between their relationships mm-hmm. i'm always like the first advice i'm gonna give them is give that person the benefit of the doubt and try and see it from their point of view but i mean if somebody's in the wrong then somebody's in the wrong it is what it is yeah i'm not saying that my my honesty is always negative towards people i mean sometimes it's what they need to hear like yes i would be just as frustrated in that situation or i probably would have handled it a little bit differently like that that's exactly that's a perfect example like if i'm trying to explain to somebody like how i would have handled the situation that's not how i would have handled it this is how i would have handled it and give them my side of it you know what i mean like not trying to tell them like this is what you should be doing. This is what you should say. This is how you should respond. Yeah. Usually I just tell people to forgive the other person. Yeah, I know you it's do. But all things, not on. that all things aren't forgivable, but there are circumstances that like, I don't know, know when it's not okay. Yeah. I, I, I mean, obviously there's situations where like people have gone too far or they've clearly done something wrong. But if it's just a disagreement about something, then... It's not it's not even worth the time arguing. Well, that's right. That's what that goes back to episode one when we're talking about picking and choosing your battles. That's yeah. not a battle to fight. It's just not. And I, I mean, that is something that I always tell my friends, like when they come to me, especially about relationship things mm-hmm. like, is this worth fighting for? Most of the time it's not. Is this worth not talking to each other for the rest of the day? Is this worth, you know, blowing things out of proportion for something that's really not that necessary and i mean to some people what is this what is the phrase it might might be an anthill don't make don't make a molehill out uh, don't make a mountain, mountain out of a molehill mole. yeah that's it that's, that's it. it that's that's the perfect way to think about it 
Yeah, I 100% agree with that. And I feel like that should be taken in all situations. Friendships as well. Yeah. My friends don't ask me if they don't want me to be honest. Yeah, well, I think they've learned that over the years is if they don't... (laughs) Well, I think a lot of the times when you're asking your friend's opinion, you basically just want to confirm that what you're doing is correct, but you're not going to give them the satisfaction of that. I will, but I... If they're not correct, I'm not telling them they're correct. Well, (laughs) my thing is, like, if somebody wants to, like, do something, or they're like, do you think I should do this? I'm like, if that's what you want to do, then 100% go for it. Yeah, but baby, sometimes Even if people it's something don't... stupid. Okay, no, no. You can't let your friends go out and do stupid things. Well, this brings What are up... friends for if you're not going to tell them when they're being stupid? Well, or I'm, selfish I'm gonna... or rude or, you know, any of that. That's I don't, what friends that's, are for. That's not really where I'm coming from. Where are you coming from? My friends don't do things that are like stupid, stupid. But like, for example... Hunter buys a motorcycle. Oh, Mike wants to buy a motorcycle. I'm like, go for it. If that's what you want to do, if that's going to make you happy, then go buy a motorcycle. That was a terrible example because motorcycles are dangerous in Florida. And why can't I have one? Because motorcycles are dangerous in Florida. I know. But they're fun. Yeah. It's fun worth losing your life for that is way too broad do you want me to show you the picture of my mom's friend i saw it already yeah well that's terrible i have a forever scar on my knee right so why would you want to carry more of them i'm not saying here's the thing think about something that makes you feel just genuinely happy sweetheart like just so happy that nothing else in the world could ruin your day it's a feeling of euphoria and excitement there's just a lot of feelings when you ride a motorcycle it's just a very freeing feeling and i'm not gonna get one but i'm just saying you can feel as free as you want to be doing whatever the hell you want to do but it ain't gonna be on a motorcycle Honey, my dad. I know, I know. You if I if if I was to ignorant to like the the dangers of a motorcycle, do you think I would care? No, I'd be like, go ahead, go live, go do what you want to do. Or if I didn't care about you, go ahead, go buy it, go do what you want to do. My dad's the same thing. No, you are not getting another motorcycle. You have already had two. Yeah, and I want a third one. Yeah, well, honey. I just I do this thing to myself where I go online and I start watching YouTube videos on motorcycles. I go on Facebook Marketplace and I start looking at them for sale and I get myself almost like hyped up even though I know I'm not going to buy one. Yeah, I do that with the housing market. (laughs) Yeah, well, this is a little different. (laughs) A motorcycle is achievable. I could go buy one right now. Housing is achievable as well. It's just not achievable at the moment for us. It's just, yeah. I mean, I guess it housing is achievable. But there's just buying a house stresses me out. All the you things that come with home ownership and all the little things that they add on there. Like I saw a TikTok video the other day of a guy that lives in Florida and his mortgage went from twenty two hundred to thirty five hundred in one year. How does that happen? Because of his insurance, uh, insurance, uh, taxes, property appraisal. That one of our cameras overheated there. Hopefully it'll last till the end of the podcast. Um but yeah, we were talking about 
houses and mortgages and all the things that stress me out. But anyways, motorcycles and houses aside, Mm -hmm. I want to talk about um, our favorite foods. Well, my favorite foods are very different than your favorite foods. Yeah, what do you got? I think our mutual favorite food would probably be tacos, but like not like tacos at home tacos. Yeah. Yes, those kind of tacos. I do enjoy our taco nights, which are very often. Yes, probably once a week. Once a week, and I could probably do it twice a week. Honestly, I probably could too if we did like bowls or something instead of tacos. But anyway, um, I am a pasta gal. Mm -hmm. Mac and cheese, lasagna, Alfredo, even though I'm lactose intolerant. Yeah, lots of pasta dishes have lots of cheese in them. Yes. Cream and things like that. Yeah, but I love all of it and I love pasta. I just love noodles in general. Yeah. Um I'm a big I'm big on sandwiches. I like sandwiches. If you had to pick top three foods, like meals, top three meals, what would you have? Um That's hard. Um Lasagna's got to be in there, honestly. Ooh, no. Top tier, A1, number one, snow crabs. Okay, snow crabs is number one. What's number two? Ooh. Um, I'd say, I guess lasagna. Okay, so snow crabs, lasagna. <laughs> what takes number three? barbecue chicken pizza (laughs) barbecue chicken okay all right i hear you i would say my number one is probably chicken enchiladas (laughs) it doesn't matter what kind of sauce is on them i like red sauce green sauce sour cream sauce i like all of it chicken enchiladas is probably number one it's got to be rice and refried beans on the side Mm -hmm. delicious number two i would say is probably teriyaki chicken i do like some teriyaki rice and vegetables Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. heavy rice guy you are heavy rice guy and then i would say number three so we got enchiladas teriyaki chicken number three is probably steak a good steak probably a ribeye I'll eat pretty much any steak, but ribeye is like my top. Mm-hmm. Nice fatty cut with a nice loaded baked potato. I could live off those three meals for the rest of my life. Yeah. What did I say my third meal was? And barbecue chicken pizza. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to stick to that. Yeah. I wanted to put tacos in there somewhere, but. I wish that good cuts of steak were a little bit more affordable. Because then I would cook steak at home more often, but it's just cheaper for us to buy get steak food. out. Well, not even buy steak like when we go out, but just from work, it's just cheaper. We get our employee discount, and the steak's good there. So, yep. There's no reason to buy it at the store for twice the price, and then spend the time cooking it, and it not being quite as good. Fillet all day, baby. Yeah, I know you're a fillet girl. I like me a nice fatty ribeye you're the opposite i want a filet and a and and snow crabs 
Chick-fil-A snow crabs. That sounds like a good meal. That sounds like deliciousness. Yeah. Maybe I'll learn how to make snow crabs. I can make snow crabs. I know how. Yeah. Yeah. I won't boil like the potatoes and all that stuff in there because I know you're not a fan of that. I just, I'm not a big fan when the entire meal tastes tastes the same. same. I know. I just, (laughs) I need a little bit of variety. As We learned that one the hard way. I guess that's not true because I do like, we've been doing this thing recently where I cook teriyaki chicken or like teriyaki steak and then put it over rice and vegetables and it all kind of like co-mingles together gets the sauce on it Mm -hmm. i'm okay with that but i'm not big on soup and i'm not big on like stews fair i i like beef stew i'm okay with beef stew but it's almost like i want that as a side item i don't want that as my entire meal like i'll have some stew as a appetizer or as like a side and then i also have other things going on i want some good bread a big old bowl of beef stew dip my bread in the stew yeah that's just a no for me it looks so much Not like later me. outside than it is i mean it's getting later and it's probably a little overcast right now yeah. the weather's been a little funky mm-hmm. um so i know you just got some crystals in where did you buy those from um i actually was just thinking about that i uh, I think I got them um, on Etsy. I ordered them through Etsy. I had to find like a wholesaler, Mm -hmm. basically, is what I was trying to find. Um, Which all the crystals that I got from them were absolutely gorgeous. I need to go back to their website and order some more. Uh, But yeah, that was Etsy. Okay. Have you ever bought crystals on like the tiktok shop um i actually was just recently looking at that trying to find some but it's less wholesaler price and more like retail okay so it's probably more like individuals selling it not like a big company selling it but from what i've found i would think on etsy it's more individual than it would be a big company right i don't know but this one i was i'm pretty sure it was based out of california i'm not 100% 100% sure. I ripped I ripped the package open because I was so excited because I knew what it was. Yeah. I didn't even look where the name came from. And then I tried to go back and I had already ripped through it. So I keep getting these TikTok shop videos popping up on my feed that are car air fresheners. Uh-huh. They look kind of like the one that you have in your car. Did Which you one? get that on the TikTok shop? I did. Okay. So maybe it's the same like seller. There's it's the a same few... couple guys making these videos and they're all excited to get these car air fresheners in well they are delightful you've been in my car it smells delightful in there. yeah it smells good in there i'm just i don't know i maybe i don't care enough it was like eight bucks and it's beautiful i mean for that's one? for one but it's like a jar exp- and it has like a, like a bamboo top so you like flip them mm-hmm. but my only issue with it is that i like to hang it on my rear view okay and then when i go put my sun visor up i'm constantly hitting it into the glass and it is glass hitting all my glass which is just very stressful it's that same scenario where when i first got my car when i would take my seatbelt off i would kind of just like throw it to the side and smack the window and every time i thought i was gonna break the window yep but i guess they're stronger than that i keep (laughs) another thing i keep getting on my tiktok feed is uh, a window breaking like tool to keep in your car mm-hmm. and the other day i saw a video where they drive a car into like a big thing of water mm-hmm. and like have it sink into there and the guy stays in the car and uses the little tool that they sell on the tiktok shop for window breaking yeah like under the water 
and they use pretty much like everything in the car to try and break the window and, and then they're works. like nothing works this works um that maybe it's true that thing on the wind or on the windowsill in our bedroom they use one of those that's what it is it has the breaker on the end no i'm saying they use one of those and it doesn't work oh what what do they use instead they use almost so you know how a pinball machine has that little thing that you pull back and has like a spring and it shoots yeah. the ball off it's almost like a mini one of those where you like pull the mechanism back and it shatters the, the window that's smarter though and it works underwater too because you're trying to break something into all that pressure mm -hmm. and that would make more sense to you know well especially if you're underwater and you're trying to like break the window your arm's not moving as fast as you want it to very true it's more friction more pushing against you mm -hmm. yeah i've so i've bought some stuff off timu mm -hmm. and not that i haven't been like happy with what i've got i pretty much expected what i've gotten like phone cases i got like some soundproofing tiles i got lavalier microphones i got stickers air fresheners i bought a couple like christmas gifts off there mm -hmm. everything is kind of what i expected but i expected like really low tier low quality products and that's pretty much what i got everything i bought was super cheap so i wasn't expecting it to be nice mm -hmm. but what i will say is that a lot of the stuff that you can find on timu is also sold on amazon for a crazy markup yeah like the acoustic uh sound panels that i got for the room the exact same ones are sold on amazon for three times the price that's how people make their money oh absolutely i mean if you're a seller somebody like me or you goes and buys a bunch of stuff from a Chinese factory, probably for a very similar cost to what they sell it on Timu for, then Amazon takes a third of your cut on there. So you have to make some profit and then you have to advertise it and stuff. So yeah, I try to buy I crystals off of there on Timu. How'd that go? They were, they were fine. Like the quality of the crystals were fine. Um, but they were what is considered like a tumble, a tumbled stone. Mm -hmm. um, so they're more like cylindrical, I guess. I guess cylindrical okay. is not the right word. They're more round. Okay. Um, because they're tumbled. So you know what I mean. They have. They're not like perfect circles. They're like have their own shapes to them. But like, I needed more like flatness to them. Mm -hmm. Like this guy how he's like flat in the back yeah i mean it's not flat in the front but it's pretty flat and thin compared to like what the other ones look like for our millions of audio listeners sapphire is holding up one of her many wrapped crystals that she has attached to a necklace yes and it's kind of like an oval shape with a flat front and back it's called a cabochon i believe it's how it's pronounced it's um I think that's just referring to it being flat in the back. I'm not really 100% sure, but I just like the thinner, flatter crystals to wire wrap with. They're easier to deal with. Well, specifically like with the designs that you're doing now. Right, Those yeah. Those are kind of what you need. It's because I'm learning weaving. I'm learning how to wire weave. So mm -hmm. it's more like intricate, I guess you could say, and just more detail oriented. So it's easier to wrap said details around something flat right then something not i guess i gotcha well with all this food talk it is making me awfully hungry my yeah, stomach starving. is a rumbling <laughs> so i think this is a, a good place to end the episode 
Thank you, everyone who watched the first episode and today's episode. We love you guys. Thanks for the support. And we will see you guys next time. Until then, honey. Adios.